Now, yesterday we talked sourdough with Terry Wong, and today let me welcome Raju Baksani onto the show. Raju is an entrepreneur who's been in Hong Kong since 1993, and when he's not working, he has a whole host of pastimes from enjoying music, singing, hiking, swimming, and of course, most importantly, eating good food. So let me introduce you to my sound guy, a soundbite guest. Good morning to you, Raju. Good morning, Sadia. Thanks. Thanks for inviting me. Yeah, thank you very much for coming on the show. Now, you are a bit of a foodie. Before anything else, before we talk about food, Raju, tell me a little bit about yourself. You've been in Hong Kong now since 1993. 93, yeah. So what brought you to Hong Kong? Well, work actually. I mean, you know, those years, if you would remember, India uh, wasn't that great an economy the way it is now. Mm -hmm. So, um, uh, so fortunately, you know, the funny thing is actually, before I <laughs> tell you how, I was supposed to go to Korea actually. Oh, to, really? to Seoul, yeah. Okay. And, um, well, there was some kind of uh, a story there and um, I had taken a cook as, as, I don't know if I'm even <laughs> supposed to talk about this here, but <laughs> as an engineer and uh, it stuff didn't work out and I landed in Hong Kong. Okay. And fortunately, I had an uncle here, so I worked for him uh, before I actually took the plunge on my own, you know, in okay. the year 2000. Okay. Where I started my own, yeah. Right, and you've been here and loving it ever since then. Oh, yeah, yeah. Look, I... I, I I love Hong Kong since the time I, I stepped foot, you know. Mm -hmm. uh, it's just something about the energy of this place. I mean, you know, and of course the food, I mean, you know, which yeah. is... <laughs> so now food from you with your cultural background, mm -hmm. because your roots are in India, um, food, I'm sure, plays a huge role in your life. I mean, what was it like when you were growing up? Oh, yeah. I mean, look, um, uh, I belong to... Uh, well, we started as a, a lower middle class family, you know, so uh, um, it was actually the simple, the simplest of foods that was uh, um, so like talking about uh, something called the Sindhi. I'm a Sindhi. So mm -hmm. Sindhis are uh, originally from a province called Sindh, which mm -hmm. is now in Pakistan. Mm -hmm. And then um, so we uh, we actually had to uh, as as you would know a bit of history so so um we went to india uh, when when the partition happened and there's this this particular uh, item called the sindhi curry mm -hmm. which is nothing to do with the curry that that we know of you know yeah. like the mutton or chicken or, yeah. or other kind of curry so it's a very it's a vegetarian item by the way and funny enough i would you know what i mean i've i've had the good fortune of uh, eating a lot of food in a lot of places all over the world, but uh, this thing remains the best for me. You okay. know, yeah, it's it's a vegetarian curry. You know, so describe it. What does it consist of? So this is your food memory. This is the oh, one that yeah, you want to talk yeah. about. It, okay. You know what? It's it's not only something that that I truly truly savor, but it's it's something that that of course has a lot of memories you know mm -hmm. and and as usual mom makes the best you know so <laughs> you know you know how it goes yeah so um yeah so it's it's made of gram flour uh -huh. um and then we put a whole lot of veggies in it right and it and make a curry of it i mean you know and right. then of course uh, the and recipe it's got a soupy it's got a it's soupy got, kind yes, of consistency it's got a soupy consistency and uh, how do you a eat thick, it thick soup okay normally with rice 
mm-hmm. uh, with plain white rice and then uh, it, uh, with uh, it, it, uh, with uh, a sweet called laddu uh, uh, you know it's, it's a sweet meats made out again meat. with gram flour with and, gram flour yeah. exactly right. and uh, th- you know it, it's a funny combination actually uh, of sorts because you normally you know you don't mix sweet into like a savory thing when you're eating food you know but this goes really this whole whole combination goes so well you know i mean uh, so what so, kind yeah. of memories come into your mind when you think about it going back to your childhood is it something that was cooked in your home um you know a couple of times in a week or how was oh, no. it how often oh no no this is a very special oh, although it's it's a okay. vegetarian and so it's it's it takes a lot of time actually to cook yeah so the preparations would start like way early in the morning with my mom you know because she was uh, 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 the cook she was and we were uh, we used to help her you know those mm-hmm. years we didn't have uh, full time helpers at home you mm-hmm. know mm-hmm. so it would it was yeah so it 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 takes a lot of preparation and it brings a lot of uh, nice warm memories actually you know where we would all partake in in uh, when when i say partake it would be more of buying the veggies and 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 cutting it if need be it's you know it's a family it's a family sort of thing that that was it's done together but a bit like of. making dumplings in chinese homes i suppose yeah kind of to an extent <laughs> exactly yeah so so that's why you know what it brings the uh, so you know uh, like i think you know like we say good old memories you know and yeah. um although it was very simple life was very simple then but um yeah so uh, like uh, so it was very occasional very right. special occasions um uh like diwali actually would be so one during uh, festivals yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. diwali holi you know our okay. festival That's of great. colors and and, so. and now you know you have you have children and you have been living in hong kong is it still a staple in your home is it still something that is cooked and you try and keep alive now you know honestly not really because what happens is you, you know when you growing up and you've had had this one thing that your mom makes the best mm-hmm. so whoever makes it now is is not you know <laughs> but but having said that actually i've got a cousin here who makes equally well not equally but pretty good mm-hmm. so you know the you know it's it's funny that um, she would make this only when i visit her because as i said it's a very uh, special kind of mm-hmm. a dish so I remember my my brother-in-law saying a lot of times that Raju you need to come home because I'm craving for curry oh, it's only and your sister <laughs> would never make it if you don't miss it. So, oh, so yeah so oh, it's really uh, nice. yeah so so now you obviously have I know you're a bit of a foodie because we've had this little chat um if you were going for anything else I mean what other kind of food do you tend to go for um you see uh Chinese that way would be would be number 1 on my list yeah okay. and in I, Chinese I what is Chinese. your sort of fate I I whoa, sure there's so many things you know it's like uh, the dim sums uh-huh. uh, especially at Maxims um wonderful brilliant stuff and um there's one place called Maxis uh, which serves one of the best wonton soup you can have mm-hmm. they've been around like forever actually in Hong Kong mm-hmm. and um a whole lot of um you know what I, the the sichuan prawns mm-hmm. that especially uh, the one that you get at fcc 
So there's so much, so, you know. I mean, so you're giving me a good sort of advertising link here. The well, list, yeah, well, well you, you know, <laughs> you see, that's the thing. So I, I can, so with food, I kind of relate to the place. Uh, for for what yeah, they serve, and we do. you know. That's right. I mean, That's right. So so it, so if you were to like ask me what was good in in Amman, I actually remember the the, the shawarma mm-hmm. at a place called Shemesani. Right. So you know, it's like I would. If you ask me, okay, what you did, where you went, I probably won't remember much. Yeah, it's funny that because I find that when I'm looking back at holidays and things, because food is very much part of what I enjoy and I like to do. And and so I remember the places that I've been and the food that I ate in those particular places. And I can pinpoint them. I can never geographically think, oh, where were we? No, <laughs> yeah. I just remember that particular that particular item. But this is how those food memories are formed, exactly. you know. Yeah. So, so now, I mean, in terms of do you do you do any cooking, and do you you know is there any speciality in terms of anything that you cook particularly? You see, I. <laughs> it's okay. You can I admit a, that you I don't do. I do a do wonderful. Anything. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I I do a brilliant French toast, and and that's where I start and stop. You know, oh, okay. I make excellent Indian tea. Okay. Yeah, so I take great pride in and in, in, in making a very good tea actually. And this is the masala chai. Masala chai, the one and that you brew. I mean, not. Okay. Yeah. Just describe that to me because I mean, it is very much a concept that is within that culture that people have this masala chai. When you kind of mention to somebody Western or isn't that oh we're going to put these flavors and I think I suppose Chinese are more acceptable to it, but mm. you know your typical sort of masala chai that you would make. What sort of a, a, what kind of ingredients are you putting in? Oh that? my God. Uh, Sadia, you'll need more than one program. Huh? <laughs> we'll give you a documentary series. <laughs> yeah, because it's it's honestly it's it's I would say it's actually an art, you know. I mean, it just looks like tea, you know. Yeah. But and and I'm a very fussy tea drinker. I mean, I'm I'm easy with food, honestly. Although I love a lot of good food, but whatever comes my way is fine, you know. Yeah. Even the simplest of stuff. But with tea, what happens is like. A, a, especially um, for me we put a lot of i put a lot of ingredients so, so give it's me like a few. ginger just for, for, for clo- people who are not cloves, familiar with it ginger, ginger clove um cardamom um cinnamon um whoa uh soft i don't know what's, what what's um aniseed okay that and uh a host of other things, actually, you know, uh, at least three or four. And you drop other. those into the the mixture, and, and the mixture is not just water and tea; it's milk. So it's, yeah, with milk. Yeah. The masala chai has to be with milk, you know. Otherwise, it just does doesn't bring up, out the flavor of okay. of all this stuff that you you know put. But and that too, uh, it, everything has a timing, so you just don't throw everything in. Oh, okay. <laughs> so the ginger goes last, yeah, okay. because yeah, because it messes it's very, up. It, yeah, it's quite it, strong. Yeah, so it overpowers the, the the other, and the other ones are like all soft, you know. Cinnamon goes last as well, so mm-hmm. before ginger is cinnamon. So yeah, it's it's. Yeah. I see what you mean. I do. I do think you need a documentary. You need, <laughs> exactly. you need a whole hour to go through. This. That's what I said. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's what I do. But I'm uh, it, uh, frankly, I uh, you know, uh, I, I don't say it with any kind of arrogance. But I know what I'm eating, and I know yeah. what is you know good what food. I want. Yeah. yeah. I, I, or what is lacking or stuff. Well, like. that is really. I think that is a key point because it is about our palate, and I think certainly um, how you've been brought up in the different tastes that we have Mm -hmm. because I'm sure certainly you know Chinese when you try Chinese food if you were to go to the UK and try Chinese food which is really um, made for the for the Western palate 
sure. with lots of sweet and sour and yeah. lots of MSG and all sorts yeah. of stuff. It is nothing like real Chinese food. It's not even Chinese, um, actually. Honestly. So that is where you have had the palate and you know the yeah. flavors and yeah. you can taste the different things. Yes. But that is, but that is a, a thing that probably does certainly come from your childhood and your experiences of food. Yeah, look, I've I've always been open to food. I mean, you know, and I, I think that comes uh, to an extent from my dad, who was also in Hong Kong. Um, uh, he 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 lived here for a good few years, and he did travel as well. So he was very open to food, you know, and what came his way. He was, you know, and I think that that's come from there. So I'm very open to. I mean, it's not that I, you know, a lot of people would say like, you know, they eat Indian everywhere they go. And mm -hmm. I say, what's the point of going to other countries if you don't try? Yeah, the yes, food, try the know? cuisines. Yeah. And and how do you find now, say, with um, the younger generation, especially when you're coming from and this would apply to anybody really in terms of coming from a different culture um, now the younger generation is there this kind of growth about fast food and things like that that people are not keen on having that home-cooked food yeah. is that going now because that I feel that that's yeah. something that is going slowly is, that people is. are more inclined towards that yes it's definitely going and it's very sad actually I, I personally think it's very sad because the uh, They've gone very closed in their in in the way they look at food. So I mean, you know, uh, so it's 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 a handful of stuff. You know, mm. it's like either pizzas or burgers or, or steaks or you know, it's like uh, so. Um, and they the problem is I, well, I, I I can't generalize and I don't think it's right for me to generalize. But I can speak uh, say for my daughter, you know, mm -hmm. and uh, it's like. Um, uh, they, she wouldn't want to try. So, and the funny thing is, when she does try, yeah, <laughs> she says, yeah. "Oh God, you know, I should have, you know, listened to you." You know, so, yeah, you know, it's it's very interesting very because uh, there is this whole thing about young people perhaps just being put off by a certain thing and thinking, "No, um, I I know somebody who I made a birthday cake for, and I said I'm making a carrot cake." And this young girl is only 12 years old and she said, oh, I don't want a carrot cake. I've never ever had a carrot cake. And and no, she said, no, no, I'm not happy with that. But I actually did end up making it and sending it to her. And then she came back to me and her mother said, look, just try a little bit. And then she tried it and she loved it. Exactly. But it was just the thought of the carrots in a cake yep. that put her off. Exactly. But, but that's the thing that it's so important, certainly for the younger generation, to mm. be able to try these foods. As you say, you know, when you go abroad, the mm. British are well known for going abroad and saying, well, I want my fish and chips. Exactly right? that. No, exactly. You, have to, you have to try different cuisines. Exactly. So do you think, were, you, were your parents sort of encouraging in that respect? They, they did always oh, try? Oh, yeah, big time. Uh, like I said, more my dad. Honestly, my mom is more now is kind of restricted in her ways, you know, food habits. But uh, my dad, I think because of of the traveling that he did. So, mm -hmm. um, you know, I mean, I don't think there's there's a better way to educate yourself uh, than traveling, you know. So he uh, left uh, India at the age of 17 or 18 and he came to Hong Kong and then he went to Africa and and. and a few other places. So yeah, he was very open. Mm -hmm. So he mm -hmm. kind of, uh, and not only open, he he would bring a lot of stuff uh, home, which was different to what we would generally Oh, so you could eat. try new you things could try out. Stuff, that, that's yeah. amazing. He was a huge foodie as well. So yeah, yeah. I think 
yeah, I get it from him more. So just before we finish there, I would just want to ask you, what's, um, what's on the menu tonight then? <laughs> tonight, yeah, good question. Actually, you know, I'm, I'm, well, tonight I'm not sure, but but I'm I am definitely going for a nice uh, Spanish lunch. Actually, after this, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, but and I'm what? not going to name the place because again, okay. it sounds like right, I'm advertising. Okay. okay, so the Spanish lunch <laughs> then. Um, I think I, I, you've mentioned this, but what what would you go for then? What is the what's what tickles your fancy in the Spanish lunch? Oh my then? God, again, it, it yeah. So it's a I uh, the. Chorizos, mm-hmm. I love it. Mm-hmm. The patata bravas is brilliant, mm-hmm. uh, especially this place. It serves a brilliant patata bravas. Huh? <laughs> We're all kind of uh, itching to know, but you're yeah. not going to tell us anyway. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't think it's right. Yeah. So and la, uh, well, I nearly sent, uh, told you the name of the place. So <laughs> the churros is to die for. Okay. Yeah. Well, well, Raju, thank you so much uh, for coming on, and you really have. And oh, I must say that that you are actually in when you're not eating, when you're not cooking. You are a pretty good singer. I know that you you sing Hindustani music, and you're a pretty good singer. Do you want to just uh, give us a little uh, uh, a quick burst before we go into the next track? You have thirty seconds. Just a quick burst of something. Well, tujhe dekha to ye jana sanam, pyar hota hai divana sanam. It's a very popular That's song. That's great. Actually. Thank you Thanks so much, Raju. Really.